Hey friends, Ben here. As you probably know, Mark and I are pretty optimistic people, but just like everybody, we sometimes are feeling down. And when that happens, it affects the moods of our coworkers, our friends, and our families. So in today's episode, we're going to cover our favorite ways to snap out of a funk and live every day like it's Friday. Welcome to The Friday Habit with Benjamin Manley and Mark Labriola II. The Friday Habit is for creators, entrepreneurs, and agency owners looking for actionable ideas on how to grow their business and be more profitable. We'll pull from our combined knowledge of over 20 years and interview thought leaders that will inspire you and give you the motivation you need to kick your business into high gear. Buckle up. It's Friday. Hey, hey, hey. It's Friday. (laughs) What's up, Mark? Hey, Ben. How you doing? I'm doing well, doing well. Uh, we uh, got another review. What? Yeah, another one. It, they still keep coming. There's more people apparently <laughs> listening. That's great. <laughs> yeah. This is from Towsing. I don't know how to say their name exactly. I think it's a last name, but I'm not 100% sure. But uh, they left us a review and they said, I'm hooked, exclamation point. And by the way, I think people are just starting to mess with me at this point. Uh, you know, all the punctuations, all the punctuation they're putting in because the next part is relevant, period, helpful, period, insightful, period. I'm so happy I found these two rascals or rascals. That's rascals. Hey, I'll what take it. hurts the most? <laughs> I'm not flat rascals, just regular ones. Right, right. And uh, they said, I've already been able to take what I've learned, apply it to my business, and make my life better. Plus, if you're a story brand believer, these guys know their stuff. So thank you so much. Thanks for uh, leaving that nice review. Thanks, Towson. Appreciate that. I like the way you said that. I, I hope that's the right way to say it. it sounds good. I think Towsine, I don't know. It's, it, Towsine sounds like a medication. I, I was going to say, I like, don't take think Take some Towsine, uh, but don't drink when you take Towsine because <laughs> that's really bad if you're going to operate machinery. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, so yeah, if you're, if you, the rest of you are, any of you are enjoying the podcast, please head over to the Apple podcast app or wherever you listen, leave us a rating and review. And there is, uh, a link at the top of the show notes so you can go there and do that. And I think we, I think we're going to try to do a challenge, right? We're going to do a challenge yeah. <laughs> this time around. If you've listened to this episode and yes. you leave us a review, we're going to try to like, you know, throw some stuff in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, this is a challenge. So Instead of uh, making me pronounce all this punctuation and read it out loud, <laughs> in the next review, if you guys leave us a review, just include the word tennis shoes or the two words tennis shoes in your review and work it in there. Make it sound natural somehow. Or if you were up for an extra challenge, just include the word cummerbund in your review. <laughs> cummerbund, uh, that is that would be very difficult. Uh, I will definitely give you a shout out if you can uh, get either one of those into your review in a way that sounds somewhat natural. Double points if you can work them both in. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, uh, today's topic, 10 practical ways to improve your attitude. I think attitude is so important. I really uh, equate a lot of my success in life uh, and in business because of attitude. I think I've noticed that uh, when you have a positive attitude and when you're intentional about, you know, being upbeat, that that really rubs off on people in a positive way. And it helps people associate you in a positive light. You know, when they think of you, they think, oh, wow, like that person, you know, I would always think about, you know, getting in the elevator at work when I was, you know, working in an office and just smiling, you know, like walking in smiling. Uh Um, And then when people ask me, how was your day? I'm always like, awesome. It's great. 
people would be like, why are you so happy? I'm like, because it's, it's another day. Like, you know, I'm alive. alive. (laughs) Did you smell that fresh air? But I think because of that one, it's helped me stay positive because it's hard to be negative when you're smiling or having positive thoughts. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it has just benefited me. Like I said, throughout my career, because of I've been associated with being a positive person. And so I think that this episode is very relevant. And if you struggle with positivity, if you're more of the glasses half empty and you are more of a pessimist and a realist, as some people like to say, this episode is going to benefit you. Yeah, for sure. And I'd love to just kick us off with a quote from the business thought leader, Captain Jack Sparrow. (laughs) You may have heard of him. He says, the problem is not the problem. The problem is your attitude with the problem. <laughs> it's good. So I take take that to heart. But yeah, I mean, yeah. And whether you think of yourself as a realist, you know, optimist, pessimist, you know, I, I'd say sometimes maybe I'm overly optimistic, especially when I think about how long it takes me to get to work or something. I remember in the back of my mind, what was, what was the absolute fastest I ever rode my bike to get to work? Not like what's the average time or what's the longest it would take. But one time I got there in eight minutes. So it must take me eight minutes to get to work on my bike. Yeah. Or when you're bidding a project and you're like, yeah, yeah, I think we could do this for about uh, 3000 bucks. And then it costs you 4,000 to do. And you're like, crap. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've, I've really, it's been awesome having people on my team that have helped kind of bounce me out in that way. Not that they're negative, but they also can see, you know, what is the, uh, what's the worst that can happen in the situation, not just what's mm-hmm. the best. And it's helpful to kind of talk through that stuff. So yeah, I have a, I have a built in my wife, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with the Enneagram. I think you're familiar with Enneagram. Yeah. Uh, she's a six on the Enneagram. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, she is very one who can kind of see things from all sorts of angles. And when we were first married, it was kind of like, I was like, why are you always running on my parade? You know, like, why are you always, when I say something, then you try to find a, you know, a pothole in it. Right. Uh, but now I love it because now it's like, oh, you know what? Like I have kind of these rose colored glasses. I kind of think the best of everything and like, it's all going to work out and right. I don't see how things can go wrong. And so I like to bring stuff to her so that she can kind of analyze it, you know, and say, oh, well, have you thought about this? Or maybe mm-hmm. that wouldn't be a good idea because of X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, oh, I didn't think yeah. about that. Sometimes there's some good good input there. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. So today, uh, basically, these are some really practical, simple ways if you're having a bad day, that's kind of how I think about these is like, if you're having a bad day and you find yourself getting into a little bit like of a bad mood or just like you're on a little bit of an emotional roller coaster. I mean, as you know, as entrepreneurs, that's basically what business is. Lots of times in a small business is you have these highs of like, Oh my gosh, this day was amazing. I can't believe these projects that is brought in the next day. Mm. Somebody doesn't like something you did and you're like, oh, I'm a failure. You know, yes. it, it can definitely be <laughs> really high highs and really low lows as an entrepreneur, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I concur with that statement, Ben. <laughs> Thank you. Wow, concur. Are you getting bonus points for working in words to the actual podcast? <laughs> Somebody said concur and just work that in there. That's yeah, that's another side game I have going oh, on. Okay, all right. <laughs> cool. So yeah, the uh, maybe starting with number one is just if you are kind of having a, a a bad mood or a bad attitude. I say bad attitude. That's that's kind of how my mom used to put it when I was a kid is that I'm having a bad attitude. So I don't want to, when I say that, I don't want to make people think I'm treating them like a kid. I don't know if other people feel that way when I say that, but. Your attitude is bad, mister. You get to your room. <laughs> exactly. 
So, but when I am having kind of like what I would consider a, a negative attitude about the situation, I first like to just think about and identify the source. Like where, where is this attitude coming from exactly? And trying to think back, okay, what are the things that kind of got me here? Sometimes it helps me to write it down. Just take like two minutes, five minutes and write down why and kind of almost like journal through your thoughts for a few minutes. Like, why am I feeling this way? It's like, okay, well, I feel this way because I got this feedback from, I don't know, like, let's say you got feedback from a customer or something on like, oh, you know, I wish that you had a different process so that I could do this this thing with your company or they were unhappy with something that was a misunderstanding and you, you're going to you know, obviously fix it, but how do you work through your emotions about that? So sometimes writing it down and just thinking through what made you feel that way and almost asking yourself the question, why do you feel that way about it is really helpful. That was a deep, it's hard for me to connect with my emotions. So <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, this will be a good one, a good practice as well. Yeah, it's a good one to work through that, Mark. And behind that smile in the elevator, maybe there's a little bit of sadness <laughs> that you could work through. That's right. There's a sad clown underneath this paint. <laughs> <laughs> so that's number one, identify the source. Uh, number two, uh, just go for a walk. Just a simple thing. If you If you go for a walk, at least for me, um, and this obviously depends on the time time in the world right now. I don't know if where you are, if you're in quarantine or not, depending on when this episode comes out and what's happening. Things are changing very rapidly. Um, but if you're able to go for a walk or even just get a little bit of exercise in wherever you are, just get your blood flowing a little bit, just having your heart actually rate go up and stuff like that really can help improve your overall attitude and, and how you're feeling about things. So yeah, sometimes going for a walk, I mean, going for a run is great too, but going for a walk is something you can almost always do. That only takes a few minutes. Yeah. It helps you clear your mind, get yeah. some fresh air. Yeah. depending on where you are, even being out in, in nature, if you are somewhere nearby, you know, where there's some trees or something that can actually scientifically proven to help with your mood and stuff like that, just being out in, in nature. So go for a walk. Number two, go for a walk. Number three, Take a short nap. I think isn't taking a nap like part of every one of my lists that I come up with. I think so. How to be more creative? How to get more work done? What to do when you're tired? Take a nap. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, napping is on every one of your top tens. (laughs) My my favorite movies of the year. Taking a nap. Yeah. So uh, taking a nap is is huge. I mean, just a quick power nap. You know, doing fifteen twenty minutes, getting up again. For me, it's kind of like a reset button on my brain, and I feel like I can have a little bit of a fresh start, fresh perspective. It clears my mind. Um, I think my brain does a little bit of filing maybe while I'm I'm asleep, and it just seems to help when I wake back up. It's like, all right, round two. Yeah, ding, let me ding. start over. <laughs> exactly. I decide what I'm going to do before I take a nap, and then as soon as I wake up, I start doing it, and it kind of puts me on a better path sometimes. Do you? Can you take a nap like sitting up then? Um, I actually can. I don't do that very often, but... If, if needed, I'll do that, yeah. And you have an open workspace, so it's not like you can just like take a nap at your desk. <laughs> uh, I, I can Well, we have uh, multiple rooms off the main workspace. So like okay. the room I'm recording in now is kind of like our podcast recording room. I also have a couch in this room and uh, one of those like light blocking blinds, you know, so it gets pretty, pretty dark in here if I put the okay. blinds down. And you just say... I'm going to go work on a problem. I'll be back in 20 <laughs> minutes. Don't disturb me. <laughs> I'm going to go fix my attitude. I'll be right back. I'm going to put myself in timeout. <laughs> yep, exactly. 
<laughs> number four. Uh, number four. Do something creative. Um, so it depends on what what you know situation you're in. But I mean, honestly, something like if you something therapeutic, like making something out of clay, something like drawing. If you enjoy drawing, I mean, you have guitars hanging in the background there in your office. Do you ever take mm-hmm. one of those down and play guitar every once in a while? Or? Oh yeah, yeah. I'll uh, take one of those down and bust out a tune. Yeah, noodle. Exactly. And I think things like that can help just like relax you a little bit and get your mind off of what you're thinking about and kind of come back, come back at it in a few minutes. So I like to do something creative sometimes when I'm, when I get into that point. Uh, number five, just meditate and breathe. I mean, this goes back to, I think it was episode 10 with Dr. Sherry Walling, where we talked a lot about deep breathing and kind of the benefits of that. So if you're curious about that, you can go back to episode 10 and listen more uh, in depth about how that works. But Deep breathing is a really great way to kind of change your stress level and your overall mood. Yeah, and it's interesting how we don't you don't think about your breathing until you think about it, and then you're like, "Wow, I'm not really like breathing. I'm like taking you know small breaths to stay alive, but I'm not like really you know breathing." Right. <laughs> and for the rest of this episode, you're just going to be like breathing heavily into the mic, <laughs> like. <a deep> <laughs> Yeah. No, but it's true. I feel like when you take really long, deep breaths, like, I don't know if endorphins start to like kick off or other things take place, you know, chemically within you, but it does, it helps you like lift your attitude and your, your sense just a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Number six, eat healthy or eat healthily, possibly depending on, uh, if you find yourself in a pattern of like Big Mac, Big Macs and Diet Cokes. Yeah. Or even if you haven't eaten anything. I mean, you know, eating healthy has to do with what you eat, how much you eat, all that kind of stuff. And I'll find myself sometimes like kind of feeling down. I'm like, oh my gosh, I did not eat breakfast today. And it's two o'clock and I may have forgotten to eat lunch as well. Like that's not super common with me, but if I'm super focused or excited about something I'm working on, sometimes I might forget to do that. So yeah, that happens every once in a while. Or I just in a hurry and I'm just eating junk food and no wonder I feel like I'm in a funk. I'm like having a sugar low or something like that, you know? Yeah. And then nothing to pick you up like some grilled chicken salad, you know, with like a Thai peanut dressing. And then all of a sudden you're like, wow. That actually sounds really good. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So eating healthy, I think helps. And then number seven, putting things in perspective. And yeah, this comes down to things like thinking about one thing I like to think about is like, Hey, in, a year from now, how am I going to feel about this situation? You know, mm. a year ago when something else similar happened, how did I feel? You know, in five years, will I even remember this happened? Like, it doesn't, it's not necessarily to guilt yourself into being like, oh, why, why do I feel bad about this? But more like just know that this will go away and in the future you're going to look back and be like, oh, that wasn't, you're not even going to remember it. So it's not necessarily as big of a deal as it might feel like in the moment. Yeah. And I think too, you know, the whole perspective thing is a lot of times, I have to remind myself of like where I came from. You know, sometimes you get so caught up in, in the different things that are going on. And then it's like, if you just take a step back and then think about like, all right, where did I come from? Or other situations in my life throughout this time that have uh, worked out, even though these situations seem hopeless or dire or whatever it is, it's like, Oh, things kind of worked out and it got me to this point. And so that, that's always helps me too. It's just beneficial to, to have that perspective of, you know, Things could be worse. Yeah. And you know, things really worked out up to this point. So I'm just gonna try to stay positive and 
and move forward, you know? For sure. Yeah. And another thing along with that, I, I totally agree. And I think that lots of times it, it's very easy to focus on what's going wrong and notice only that one thing. And maybe in your life, there are a few things going wrong, but it's amazing how many things in your life are going right. And it's impossible mm-hmm. to even keep track and count how many <laughs> things are going right with you. Like if you're not in pain at this moment with your body, like, it's amazing that your body is working so well that every single part of you is functioning, you know? And, and if you, if you are having a problem, it's amazing that the rest of your body is still working. You know what I mean? It's just like your whole life. Life is complicated. There's a lot of factors and it's amazing mm-hmm. that, that we have as few problems as we do in most situations. Yeah. Agreed. So yeah, number eight, listening to upbeat music or something that is encouraging to you or kind of puts you in a better mood. Mm-hmm. I do this a lot using music as a way to modify your mood. But um, I love to listen to music that's, uh, you know, gets me excited on the way to work, like I'm riding my bike, listening to something, you know, and uh, just pedaling as hard as I can, you know, and I'm, yeah. gets my, my heart going, gets like, I guess maybe a little adrenaline going, depending on what type of music I'm listening to. And I love like getting pumped up for the day like that, or even on the way home, kind of clearing my head. Um, so I think music is a huge mood adjuster. Oh man, totally. And you know, it's funny. So I, you know, I was a musician in, in a past life, you know, and uh, this is the one that I do the least, but mm. when, when that song comes on or, you know, whatever it is, I'm like, oh man, like I feel so great. I feel like yeah. I could like run a marathon right now. And it's like, why don't I listen to more music? Like, <laughs> I feel like music is a part of me and who I am, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't listen to enough music. I, I feel a lot of times I'm always trying to consume knowledge. Like I'm always mm. like listening to a podcast or, you know, watching a YouTube video or just trying to like grow my brain, you know, mm-hmm. listening to an audiobook, all those are the kind of things. But Sometimes if I just step back and like listen to a playlist or something like that, I find my energy increases and I think to myself, why don't I listen to more music? Like it makes me feel good. Listen to more music, people. hundred percent. Yeah. And and maybe find a playlist. Like I have, I have a few different um, playlists uh, that I add to depending on like the mood of the music. So yeah. it's like something that, oh, this is going to get me pumped up. So I'll just, anytime I hear a song, it's like, oh man, this, this song gets me pumped up. I'm going to like throw that on this playlist. Or if it's one that makes me feel inspired, like that the world is beautiful or something like that. You're like, oh yeah. man, this song like really gets me in that way. Then I'm like, all right, I'm going to add that to this list. So it's like, depending on what type of work I'm doing, if it's something like, man, I really got to power through this, then I'm going to play this play- playlist. If it's something more where I'm contemplating or working through brainstorming, maybe it's this more focused sounding playlist, maybe something ambient, you know, so it's like arranging it to those moods can be really helpful so that when you get into a certain type of work, um, you can play one of those playlists and then it really helps you get back into that mood again to get that kind of work done. Yeah, I have a couple really good ones. Uh, one's called Morning Motivation. It's on. These are all on Spotify. And you can subscribe to them. One's Morning Motivation. And that one just has a eclectic, you know, music from multiple um, decades, you know, and it's just, it's really good. And then there's another one called Chill Covers, which also just kind of gets you like in a really, it's got like, you hear some classic songs. You're like, oh, that was a great song. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is a cool cover of it. Um, and then there's another one that's kind of weird. It's called Lobby Music. Okay. It's it's jazz vibes. Nice. But it's just got like beats and mm-hmm. it's more like ambient and stuff like that. And that one, just having it on, like as you're working and doing things, just makes you feel good. I love it. Yeah. Cool. Um, I'm going to have to check that one out. That Lobby Music one sounds interesting. Yeah, it's good. You like it. Cool. Yeah. And then number nine is hang out with positive friends. Um Hey, that's why I do the podcast with you. <laughs> it's right. working. 
It's working. Yeah. We're hanging out with positive people. Exactly. And, you know, I think, I don't think you should not, you know, be there for people that are not positive. You know, I think you should still mm-hmm. spend time with them and maybe encourage them and stuff. And, and what I mean positive, I know I'm not saying being hundred percent realistic or living in a fantasy world, you know, and being in denial that you have problems. Rose colored glasses, as they like to say. <laughs> <laughs> right. But if people have an overall optimistic in the end, they have like, when they come to the conclusion of working through a problem, they're like, you know what? But there's still hope because there's something we can do here to fix this Mm -hmm. or they're action oriented and not, they don't revel in being miserable. Some people just enjoy, you know, kind of staying in that and feeling that misery and feeling sorry for themselves long-term. I don't think that's healthy to spend a lot of time with, with people that think that way. If you're, you know, if you're looking to make forward progress and stuff, that just, it's not going to help you. And being intentional about who are the people I spend time with when I walk away from them at the end of having lunch with them or a conversation where I'm like, man, I feel good. I feel inspired. I learned something. I feel motivated. I feel like they spoke something to me that that made me feel like, man, I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. I think I tell my kids, you know, it's important to to spend time with the right kind of people because you become the sum of the five people you spend the most time with, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's definitely important to put yourself around positive people because I've also seen, you know, how when you're constantly around someone who's negative or always complaining, how that really brings down a whole room. You know, I've, you know, been in workplaces where it's like, man, that whole department is just like a rain cloud over it because there's a handful of the leaders there that are just always negative and it just the whole energy there is bad. You know, being around the right people is is definitely important. Yeah. Yeah, that can get toxic after a while for sure. With the if a whole culture gets negative, it's hard. Yeah. And then number ten, what are you wrapping it up with, Ben? Acknowledge the good things. So this is kind of that attitude of gratitude. You know, you're, we talked a little bit about values and stuff um, when we were talking to Todd Evenson and one of yours is gratitude. So just going along with that, just mm-hmm. when something's going wrong, write down some of the stuff that's going right, you know, and think through that stuff and realize kind of like I said earlier with putting things into perspective that there are so many good things that you can acknowledge right now that when I sit down and do that, I'm like, man, my life is great. All these things are going right. And it kind of just puts me in more of a positive perspective. Yeah, man, I love this. Uh, You know, I think that your attitude um, is really what shapes your future and your present. And so having a positive one is going to give you a positive present and a positive future. So to recap, identify the source where that attitude's coming from. Go for a walk, take a short nap, do something creative, meditate and breathe, eat healthy, put things in perspective, listen to some upbeat music, hang out with positive friends, and acknowledge all the good things in your life. Yeah, and your action item for this week would be next time you know, you're feeling down or a little stressed out, then just go for a walk. If you're able to do that where you live right now, go for a walk. If you're not, sit down, do some reflection and some deep breathing. Uh, and if you want more details on that, like I said, check out episode 10 with Dr. Sherry Walling. If you want to learn more about what we're up to, uh, you can go to thefridayhabit.com to find show notes for this episode, and you can find links to our websites and ways to get in touch. At the bottom of the page, you can download our guide to the Friday Habit System that will show you how to set aside one full day each week dedicated to working on your business instead of in your business. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts by following the link in the show notes and try to work in tennis shoes or cummerbund. Good luck. (laughs) That's right. And thank you guys so much for listening to The Friday Habit. And until next time, live every day like it's Friday. Friday.